Collins is next. Oh yeah, brother. Argentina is up is up two nothing against Australia. If you were is wondering. is Argentina your team this season or no Netherlands? They beat, oh uh, oh so you were you were you were laughing at the defeat of the great Satan today? Yeah, I was I was fully I was doing Seiko's face in uh-huh. a big in a big orange blanket. Yeah, you but, were you were in a local New Jersey sports bar getting your ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, all end. Yeah, they're like, oh, I believe that we will win. And I'm like, um, did did you know that the baseball league in Holland is called Hankball Hoofdeklasse? <laughs> and just getting bottled in the head, uh-huh. missing the entire second right. half. Right, you're buying all the hamburgers in the restaurant and throwing them away just so nobody throwing, wants to have yeah, them. Putting them in the trash. Does this piss you off? This is why yeah. you're not winning. Enjoy posting your fucking Ted Lasso gifts. Bye-bye, <laughs> Death to America. <laughs> anyway, hello. Welcome to the Fun Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, and with me, as always, is Dr. Brooks Oglesby, PhD. Hey, how's it going? Hello. Uh, you know, a lot a lot of times on Fun Point, we talk about a cowboy song being on an album, right? They made a whole guy out of cowboy songs. They did a whole man and said, you're the cowboy now. They said, it's 1971 and everybody's singing the same. Everybody, Everybody's getting on the big American pie plane and they're flying around and enjoying that they all have the same everybody voice. Everybody sings like this. And That's right. Like, everybody is like sort of a vampire Bob Dylan. I want to suck your blood. Yeah. Johnny's in the castle. That's but <laughs> then they, a big Bob Dylan fan, so yeah. I got to give him the respect he deserves. A really great bit on Jimmy Fallon that I'm sure you caught this week where um, James Austin Johnson from the... So I so I remember I saw it while I was like at school and I was like, oh, I got to watch this. And you were like, and, class dismissed. I got to yeah. I gotta watch this Jimmy Fallon segment. All right. Uh, did someone say free time? Yeah, go. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I gotta go read Scarlet Letter. Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, and he did he, some he good did impressions good... of Bob Dylan over the decades. Yeah, okay. Okay. I, I respect it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked about my long hobby horse, which is like, why the fuck did Bob Dylan sing Lay Lady Lay like that? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I can't, I can't do impressions, but we're just, he sounds like he's Kermit for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like he's like, oh, everybody's making fun of my voice. But what if I was like, lay, 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 lay. it's like, that's not how you, that's not how you that's sing. What, he, he's just trying to change it up. They're like, oh, they really Whatever like Whatever colors you have. It's like, that's <laughs> not your voice at all. They like, they really liked when I went electric. So I got to find something new to innovate. You know, right. Like, you got to keep you got to keep the haters fed. And I respect that about him. Uh, this week, we're talking about John Prine's album, John Prine by John, John Prine, Prine from John Prine. Director, scenario writer, character designer, John Prine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to admit, I'm not I'm not very familiar with Mr. Prine and his and his oeuvre. Right. Um, but can I give you just one sentence from the Wikipedia? Yeah, I'd like to get I, to know John. It's, Prine. it's about it's about the album cover. Yes, um, yes, yes, of course. It says, the album cover of John Prine features the singer sitting on a bale of straw. I thought they could have had me on a bus or something. Prine remembered in 2005. <laughs> just, just Pr- Prine admitted he had never sat on a bale of straw in his life, and that the photographer probably saw the hick in me trying to get out. Yeah, this, dude, this dude's wearing jeans in a way that makes him feel, he, he looks very uncomfortable with denim. Yeah, th- just the texture of everything going on. And it's in like... A dark corner of a room. It's not even like in front of a barn. Yeah, it looks like it's picture day. Like it's got it's yeah. got the the drapes behind behind mm-hmm. him. The big watermark where you have to pay for the like full version of it. Yeah, there's like yeah. The, the position where you're like you're supposed to point your knees. Yeah. Okay. Turn this way. Look like that shit this. sucked. That shit was so yeah. hard. Because I remember even this year when I had to get like my staff photo taken and like mm-hmm. okay turn to the left angle and I'm like there's no way this is gonna look normal. Like it's not possible. I bet it did. 
but I can't wait to get the yearbook and see like fucking veins bulging out of my head. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, John Prine, John Prine. Um, so I, I'm not much of a, of a country music connoisseur, you know? Yet. So yet, because I gotta say the album was, was quite good. You enjoyed it? It, 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 was, it was basically exactly what I wanted it to be. Yeah. You wanted it to be a guy, if you see me tonight, with an illegal smile. smile. Yeah. And I was like, okay, it's from the 70s, so he, he might actually sing about like issues instead of like... Yeah, he's like, I, ho- I hope the industrialization doesn't happen in the ensuing decades. Yeah, I was like, wow, this guy said Vietnam. That's how you know it's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's some, um sometimes you get every you get some sad songs, you get some goofy songs. Yeah, funny like, song about a flag. Yeah, that's a good one. That's an enjoyable mm-hmm. one. I mm-hmm. um it knocked my socks off last night when I was finishing my notes and it I I came to the realization that he was 24 years old when he recorded this. That's because I imagined I like maybe it's just because he's is he still alive? He unfortunately passed away in the early moments of the coronavirus pandemic. Okay. Very, very sorry. Rest in peace, Mr. Prime. Because yeah, I imagine this is like a 70-year-old man. Yes. Like on this album. So. But yeah, he was, he could, this, the, the man who's singing this couldn't rent a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very wise. Very, um, you know, weathered by the world. So he had to put his experience. Yeah, this guy is, he still like feels a thrill of getting to go see a rated R movie. Yeah. <laughs> He can't and he's wait like to see he's Psycho. singing about like being a like a sixty year old woman who's like very sad in the cult of domesticity. Yeah, exactly. That's it's the human heart in conflict with itself. Like when I was twenty four, I wasn't even ready to open my heart to country folk music. You know, exactly. Yeah, I was still saying like, oh, you listen to this crap. You know, yeah. So which is the word crap has rap in it, which is what I consider crap. Really, really makes you can't spell rap without it. You can't. Right? That's that's right. Somebody should put that on a t shirt. I think I will. And I'd wear it. And I'd wear it, and then at the bottom it would say Fun Point Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if I were John Prine and I was taking a picture of my out first album cover, I'd be wearing that t-shirt. That t-shirt. Both of us in the same t-shirt, and then the album cover is just called John Prine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First first track on John Prine, I love you, man. You have... The, your name sounds like it's a musician that they made up to be on Tim and Eric Awesome Show. Great job. It really does. I, he could have been John Prime. Like Optimus, yeah, you know? Optimus Prime. That's exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you sound uh, you sound like a peanut mascot, dude. So it, it couldn't even be like you could make up a name. You could be like John P. <laughs> that one, that's funny. John P. Yeah, John, John, John P. P. What's up, everybody? Yeah, uh, but but respect for just hey, this is me. It is what you yeah. get. I'm I'm on a hay bale right here. Bob Dylan on inside the music studio, just being like. The first time I ever listened to John PP, my life changed forever. <laughs> yeah. I'm Bob Dylan. I'm I'm so happy John PP did not get on that plane. <laughs> first track on here is the legal smile, which, which is, we got to we got to immediately hold hold Mr. Prine accountable for his lies about this song. Uh-huh. Uh, he one, says it's, is, he says is, it's, it's not about dope and it, that's such a fucking lie, dude. Well, I, I believe that at first because when I think of an illegal smile, the first thing I think of is the Joker. So Oh, see, I thought you'd be thinking of the Bernie emoji that people often okay. use when they... Oh, no, when no, they... But because the Joker finds uh, crimes and violence humorous. So, right. Yeah. It is illegal to, like, laugh at crime. But if that you're is doing what a crime, we, you should at least have some shame We need it. to do a stealth uh, revision and rename the Bernie emoji illegal smile in Discord. I do, but, I do like that. Yeah. Uh... 
John in 2013, John Prine set the record straight. I have to confess, the song was not about smoking dope. All right, man. Seems like everyone else thinks it's, it's not, about no. Dope. You this song like in it it birthed like Cheech and Chong fully formed out of his forehead when he sang yes. the song for the first time. Uh-huh. Like this is uh-huh. this is ground zero of weed culture. Because okay, you wanna you wanna take it at face value. It's like okay, this this is a man who you know this is a type of guy who laughs at a funeral. You know yes. Uh, but all of the things he engages in that he laughs at is just shit you do when you're high. Yeah, exactly. Like, from what I understand, yeah. He said, he st- what does he do in this? He stares at a bowl of oatmeal. He gets big dogged by a bowl of oatmeal that's looking at him funny. He go- he r- gets lost going down a one-way street. He yeah. learns about insurance. And then he goes to court for smoking yeah, he, weed. He's singing to the man. Yeah. And he's uh, getting he gets paranoid about all the ears in the walls. Yes, exactly. That's weed, so, dude. That's what you're singing about. You're, you smoke that, that nasty grass and now you gotta pay the price, yeah. my friend. You can't tell me that the key to escape the key to escape reality. You can't tell me that you're just talking about an actual physical smile. Yeah, you're not just talking about like imagining in my head that I'm smiling and then you are. It can't be that. That has I to didn't... be more. What was he smoking when he made this? <laughs> like it was it was reefer. It was he was smoking that hay bale because it was it was exactly it was the worst weed you've ever seen and mm-hmm. it was yellow and it was hay. Yeah, and that's why he was smiling because he's like, damn, this shit goes hard. Did you see that shit that was happening on Twitter the other day about, like, what a frown is? No, I did not. That shit, that shit tore up my insides. This is, this is one of the good things about, like, not having reception on my phone at my school. Yeah, like having that, a full-time job, whereas your other co-host doesn't. <laughs> and, and, I, and then I get home, and for the past, like, month, it's like, okay, I have 800 missed messages? Cool, I'm just gonna watch soccer. Like, yeah, <laughs> let's go, Neds. So, so were people saying like it's? Is it like so? This is not a frown. This, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, Bill Maher in the studio tonight. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're saying so. that it's then it's the social justice warriors don't want you to smile because it makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, what do you need a safe space to to smile now? Um, where Bill so, Maher? So, like, in your opinion, what it what is? If you were to describe a, a frown. Like physically, what's happening on a person's face? How would you describe it? I, like, I, I to a to a like, child, not a trick question. It's it's like the the oh, when you close or you open a parentheses like that, like a frowny face. Yeah, it's like a colon know, like, open parentheses. Like it's yes, it's primarily it's it's the turning down of the corners of your mouth. Mm-hmm. And the the classic expression, turn that frown upside down. Like it's because it's, yes. it's it's a it's it's an illegal smile. It's an upside down. And you need to legal legalize it. Which is what they did with weed in some places. Right. So, yeah. Well, I discovered, um, I was, uh, I was, I was given this dark information that across the pond, uh, in the, in, in jolly old England and Wales and all those kingdoms and Britons over there, mm-hmm. they don't call that a frown. So if you're reading a British author and they're like, this person frowned, they're not talking about the mouth. They're talking about what we would consider furrowing your brow. A frown is something you do with your eyebrows in Britain. Hmm. Okay. I, and I, I had to look it up, and this that. is not just like I I knew like a person who had a wrong opinion. Like this is something that's mm. been that's been studied. That like okay, U.S. Americans we will say a, a frown is at, primarily at least, done with your mouth. At least the discourse has evolved. As like oh, we call these cookies, but they call them biscuits. Yeah, that so, shit's crazy. I was so I was <laughs> I was eating uh, chips the other day, and I was honestly kind of thinking. I was like, I don't. I'm not going to admit this, but like crisps, that kind of makes sense kind of makes yes. sense a little yes. more than chips honestly but uh-huh. i'm not gonna die on that hill but then but then i i don't think like i'll, I'll agree with that right you can call it crisp but if french fries all of them are not crisp or 
That's true. Whatever, We've got waffle like, variety, steak variety. Exactly. The weird kind at Steak and Shake that aren't good. I think shoestring fries are pretty good. I like them because you can just shovel those shits in your mouth. Sure, yeah. I eat three steak fries and I'm done for the night. No, that one, you're just eating a potato, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really good for, if you're if you're a sauce man, though. Oh, yeah. Really, yeah. really good coverage if you if you got a good sauce next to you. But if you just have, like, like the, that that classic Heinz, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you do you like the free form outro that John Prine does to this? I, I have two more. So, first is our certified genius moment of the album, where it's oh yes, please. You know, I went to court and judge's name was Hoffman. Hoffman, okay, who's Hoffman? He was the United States District Judge made famous during the Chicago oh, yeah. Seven trial. And a survey found that seventy eight percent of attorneys had recently appeared before the judge had an unfavorable opinion of him. He developed a reputation for not being impartial. So okay, you understand why. You know, he would name drop that guy, right? Sure. But genius users can't help themselves, and they just have to lay everything out (laughs) for you. Because this annotation, which was perfect so far, exactly what you want, ends with, John Prine landed in Hoffman, if, Hoff, John Prine, let's try it again, landed in Hoffman's courtroom, he would consider himself quite unlucky. Yeah! That's true. That's it, that's, yes, that's what the song's about. Yeah, I think that's the one. Philip Seymour Hoffman, known for Along Came Polly... Mm-hmm. Was not likely who Prine was referencing here, but he yeah. would likely not like him to be the judge either because he is only skilled on the basketball court against Ben Stiller with his shirt it, off. Exactly. Uh, Great scene. So the song and they go through the chorus one more time. The chorus ends. I'm just trying to have me some fun, right? Could right, end you're it like right there. great next song. But instead we get like another full bar where he says he invents being lyrical. Well done. Hot dog bun. Hot dog bun. My, My sister's, sister's a nun. Would, could, should, hood. Yeah. Oh, okay, man. You're you're smoking that shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, off well, that substance, my man. It's like you're gone off that, that cloud, that cloud of smoke, my yeah. friend. You're off that fucking 1970s asbestos and lead and yeah, whatever else yeah. is going on back then. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't about dope because he did have, like, massive asbestos poisoning. Right. So, uh-huh. And even uh, like our 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 allies over at Genius cannot help us with what he meant by nothing. this, this sort mean, of lyrical conclusion. You know, sometimes sometimes it is just exactly sometimes the the curtains are just blue. You know, yeah. Like, the secret died with him. Unfortunately, we'll never know yeah, what "hot we'll dog bun know. my sister's a nun" means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, next we have uh, Spanish pipe dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, this song's good. This one is actually not about a Spanish pipe. When no, she would use to not. get high. No, but she would use to get high. I did like at times throughout this week as i'm just like making my lunch and shit for the day just being like blow up your tv throw <laughs> your paper. paper go uh-huh. do the that, that like twangy guitar in the chorus don't it's, mind if yes. i do uh so this is this is um about john Fra- prine john fine because his music is so good because mm-hmm, he's married um, to fran drescher yes yes uh well in in this song he meets a uh a woman who's doing a bit of the hoochie coo so. Right, which he invented also. Who she, she yeah, she, yeah. Uh, so, so I, I like when when that happens. He's at what what we can imagine is you know a a strip establishment. Let's say right. He says, "I acted real naive, for I knew that topless lady had something up her sleeve. Like, oh, uh-huh. she was trying to be sexual. Like, you're not going right. to get me. I'm just going to pretend like I don't know what's going on. But I know yeah. the deal here. Yeah. I know what you're. <laughs> I know what you're all about. Do you actually so. think this is the best drink? Uh, yeah, <laughs> and we also get a, a, a genius who explains to us that topless lady had something up her sleeve is a play on words. She is topless and thus has no sleeves. Fantastic, thank you. Thank you. That that's what we in the business call um, an entendre. That's so true. I believe. 
Yeah, I, yeah, this is one of the ones where I real I didn't realize until I started my notes that I just hadn't listened to the words at all. I just enjoyed mm-hmm. the sort of melody. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't realize it's so it's like a it's a Vietnam conscientious objector going up to Canada to enjoy you know mm-hmm. t- t- Timmy's and soccer baseball and all the shit they do up there. Yes. Um, the Blue Jays. And I, um, I, I'm imagining the you know like in this house we do this say black lives matter or whatever like yeah. those things but it's in this house we blow up our tvs throw away, throw away our papers, your paper eat a lot of peaches i i bet if you posted that on like the prine subreddit i bet you could get a lot of a lot of profit off of that yeah you would, the prine heads would go nuts for that but yeah, yeah this is about it's about a sexual style woman who comes up to you and starts whispering like red hot chili peppers lyrics into your ear and you make yeah. her your wife <laughs> yeah perfect great and it, and you know what happy ending mm-hmm doesn't have to, not everything has to subvert your expectations by not doing what you want. You know, sometimes Mr. Prine Ken and his big, you know, big honkers GF can just move to Canada and ha- build a house. Yeah, respect. So, yeah. Um, did you know that the original chorus, Prine explains, was not about blowing up your TV? Mm-hmm. Um, he realized, it was originally something about, like, forgetting to take the pill, but he said he sounded like Loretta, Rin- Loretta Lynn singing about the pill. But he got the the idea to blow up your TV by, quote... I used to keep a small bowl of real fine pebbles that I picked up on my mail route, and if somebody said something really stupid on TV, I'd throw some at the screen. That's so good. That's this so guy cool, rules. dude. This dude's rock. Like, yeah, I, I'm actually starting to rethink what I said about, like, there's no way this guy was 24. There's a lot of 24-year-old yeah. guy mindset in this. Uh-huh. But that's another thing, because being a mailman, I feel like you can't be a, uh, like a mailman unless you're at least 40. Like that's, that's true. Just, that's just he must have known somebody to get him in there. So yeah, early. no, no one bl- uh, under the age of t- of thirty four has that job to me. Even though whoever delivers my mail is probably like nineteen. I don't care. Right, you're an apprentice. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> don't, don't get paid. I hate you. Get older and then we'll talk. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and him and. Him and his honker woman just yeah, and that's he. You know, he talks about turning on freaking Fox News and throwing rocks at the screen to show Ann Coulter what for. Yeah, and then how else will they know? And also, forty percent of these songs are about like I was honking off at the Walmart, and it's (laughs) like oh yeah, yeah, oh twenty four. So yeah, it's like illegal smile, Spanish pipe dream, cranking my hog at the hoot nanny like oh yeah okay well what's and and but that one is like an anti-vietnam so yeah she was working my jug like i was in the chuck e cheese band <laughs> yeah. wow thanks man thanks man fantastic anyways hello in there let's talk about old people uh, hello in there uh, when i was 24 i got pretty sad about old people i think pretty pretty often i think that's uh-huh. a that's a normal 24 year old person yeah. where like you see like um, an old guy and you're like oh man can I tell you something that maybe you picked on as a an astute listener that I would oh, have sure. learned in my, you know, uh, this song is structured in a specific way. The verses tell the tale and the chorus is the moral of the story. This was modeled, according to John Prine, uh-huh. after his friend, inspiration, and an admirer, Bob Dylan. That's right. So, you know. I thought you were going to hit me in some like, do you notice that the words are like a heartbeat? It's iambic. Oh no! I was just reading words. Just reading online. from uh, the, the from, luscious from an Bobby internet, Dylan from an internet page about your friend Bobby Dylan. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's uh-huh. uh, it's just a, it, Bob Dylan was like, "Wow, I didn't know you could write a song about an old person." Let me, I'm I'm gonna go into the old pawn shop and buy me a harmonica, and I'm gonna start singing my songs. Yeah, I'll never be old, but I'll still be Bob Dylan. So he yeah. does have a little a little Dylan in his voice in this mm-hmm. in the first verse. It's definitely if if I try to do. Uh, that's why, you know, I, I've done less impressions than, than normal, because I know I'll just slip into my fantastic Dylan. 
if it goes too long. I know it's so um, hard. It's really yeah, it's a bit it's a bit difficult. So, um, this is about when yeah your your friend died in the Korean War, and then other people you know live um in Omaha. So you you and your <laughs> your old lady are old. That's what happens. It's 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 about how you should say hi to Pep Pep when you see him. Mm-hmm. Cuz one day mm-hmm. you Pep Pep won't be there to 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 talk to you and tell you about the Korean War. Exactly. So uh-huh. I honestly So I've if been... you see hey hey if you see the oldest I like that he says hollow ancient eyes like he's a fucking crypt keeper. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you, if you see the mummy Amenhotep like let him know that yeah, you're there you, for him. If some old person comes up to you at your wedding and wants to tell you about the ancient mariner lend him an ear. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta really do that because he's listen, he's 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 dying to tell you. Uh-huh. So, I gotta tell you, I I don't know if you know this about me, but I've been in my walk era lately, or I've been yeah, I've, I've, I've noticed around. your your uh, fantastic creatures that you post. Yeah, I saw I saw a dolphin two days ago. Uh, actually, mm. it was actually a full school. I saw like I saw like three oh. or four. So okay, it was it was hard to capture, so I only got a couple of them. But uh, yeah, you know, but still, it's, um, you know, it's still delightful. Animal magnetism. They're calling me the mm-hmm. White Ace Ventura, mm-hmm. minus the problematic stuff, and yeah. um. So, They're calling me the woke Ace Ventura. <laughs> um, I and I, I I live in uh the Florida, which is the the state where many old people come and and, and enjoy their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I pass a lot of a lot of old folks, you know, they're walking their little Scotty dogs, things of that nature. And I'm I'm usually I usually have my earbuds in. I'm I'm listening to various podcasts or John Prine or something like that on my walks. Mm-hmm. And I already, I got so fucking self-conscious when I pass an older person, because you know they're just like, they're 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 killing you with hammers in their mind. Yeah. Because you, you're you using your, you know, your wireless. You're not listening devices. to the damn jaybirds. You're, yeah, you're not listening to the, the babbling brook. You're listening to, you know, hard rock. Yeah. You're listening to Led Zeppelin. And it's like, I, 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 I appreciate John giving us that little twist of like, you know, instead of like being afraid of old people, you know, you should you should not even pity them, but you should you should honor their experience. You should you should lend them an ear because you know you're going to be old someday. God you know willing, what you should, and you know what you should do. You should bend yourself to be exactly parallel with the ground and save respect. Uh, that's what that's, I'm saying. Yeah, and you, know, it's just like you. I think that's like really beautiful and flowery. But I know if I took out my earbuds and I was like, "Hello, hello, uh, elder man, what wisdom mm-hmm. do you have?" He would just immediately start talking to me about like Hunter Biden and yeah. like the Hunter his Biden's laptop, laptop. Yeah. <laughs> and how there were 20,000 20, mules that stole the twenty twenty election. Or to be like, "Why aren't you at work?" In my day, I'd be knocking on every door I could. Okay, thank you, sir. Enjoy yeah, I, I mowed a lawn for three hundred dollars and I bought a three story house with it. Yeah, and now it's worth seven point six million dollars. What have yeah. you done? Why are, you're just lazy? I, I mowed three lawns and I purchased the Seminole Hard Rock Casino in Tampa, Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, I started my very first Bass Pro Shop with the money I got from. Uh-huh. I said, "What if we make snow. it a pyramid instead of a regular house?" And that and that made me fifty billion dollars. Yeah, thank you, sir. I'll Fuck use that. You get off my street in my life. <laughs> So that's, um, I, I agree, we should listen to old people. Let's talk about anyway, Sam Stone. Let's talk about Sam Stone. What if he was Sam Stoned? Like a... Well, well he was. Spanish pipe. We've got... He a, was, and then things went quite wrong for him. Oh, right, uh, because um the, mm-hmm. the famous, um, the famous heroine that he did in the song. Yeah, exactly. Uh, as I was doing my research, I looked up that, like, Johnny Cash covered this song, and it's like, wow, what a cool, like you know, thing to be covered by one of the most famous musicians and then changing the lyrics to make it like not as bad. Like, fuck you. Right. Like, you can't do that. 
I hate when that shit happens. Stop it. If yeah, you're covering the song, do the song. Yeah, if you're gonna do Nine Inch Nails, then you have to do Hurt. You have to do all of it. <laughs> yeah, you you can't do the kids' bop version and say like I I want to hug you like like a monster. Like it has yeah. to be you know. You I helped my it. mom today <laughs> while <laughs> cooking my dinner meal. Exactly. No, you got to sing the song. You got to do it regular. Come on. Yeah, when he was he was uh, the the balloon that he had in his pocket was a whoopee cushion was, that he sat yeah. down. Oh, and I was gonna say that noise. he he bought it at the fair. Um. With the money he made from doing his chores. Right, he bought it for Sally, his girlfriend that he's going steady with. Yes, exactly. That's beautiful. Um, I gotta, this, like, I know in my mind it was like, oh, there was lots of, you know, very open people saying, like, we fucking hate the Vietnam War. But anytime I, I see an actual, like, published song better, I'm like, damn, he could say that? Uh-huh. Like, you were, you were allowed to say that back then? Mm-hmm. I, I never knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's um, I do like that. Uh, that like he sort of uh, the genius sort of puts put is is very obviously Prine centric, mm-hmm. but it, it explains that Prine wanted Sam Stone to tell the story of a soldier's experience as humans rather than criticizing them as killing machines, as many protest songs like "Blowing in the Wind" did. Yeah, get and it's ass. like Bob, you're 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 over. Bob, you're catching a stray here, Bob. Bob, yeah, genius has has labeled you too Maoist, unfortunately. <laughs> And also, legitimately, as I was listening to this, I became guy who's listened only listened to Bruce Springsteen before. Damn, this sounds like a Bruce Springsteen song. Uh huh. <laughs> because it's about a guy who went to war and now his life sucks. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, if, if fucking if Bruce Springsteen was like sliding across the the stage, like putting his crotch into the into the camera, and also my face because I'm sitting in the front row, and mm-hmm. he's like singing about like there's a hole in daddy's arm where the money goes, I'd be like, yeah. damn, hell yeah, Bruce, the song rocks. Uh, this yeah, you you still got fucking ronald reagan coming out to this if it was called like the vietnam war yeah being like yes we love it thank you it says purple heart in it that's good yeah and then bruce springsteen leads the crowd and ronald reagan in a chant that's like the thing about spitting on vietnam veterans wasn't a myth yeah wasn't a myth it really happened totally don't look into it i was there i was the vietnam vet yeah, it happened to me. It happened to my uh, my brother in arms, Forrest Gump, and mm-hmm. uh, as shown in the 1994 documentary. Exactly. Um, but then he made Bubba Gump shrimps, and everyone loves that shit. So yeah. you know, have you ever had Bubba Gump shrimps? Absolutely not. Okay, well, next time you're in, you're in Be- town, we'll go to Universal Studios Florida and we'll eat Bubba I Gump think shrimp together. It's because the only Bubba Gump shrimp factory that I know of is literally the one in Times Square. Yeah, that's and where they'll like put you them. You couldn't pay me to do that. I don't think there's any shrimp nearby naturally in that that region. (laughs) Uh But yeah, next time you're down here, we'll go to Universal Studios Florida and we'll both eat boba gum shrimp. And then I'll say, hey, man, we're both 90 minutes from the nearest toilet with a bidet. Uh Uh Uh-oh. We got to go. Can we get the check, please? Yeah. Uh, Can uh, I get a box for this? We're on Universal City Walk, which, as I can tell you, does not have very good bathrooms. Yes. uh Uh-huh. But uh, Uh, I do want to mention there is... Again, I definitely tell the story every time it comes up, but yeah. I just remember distinctly being in, in hospital after my big surgery. Yes. And they're like, we gave you this button that it doesn't work all the time. It only works sometimes. <laughs> uh, but if you press it, it'll put morphine directly into your veins and just being like, oh, cool. Let me let me try it. <laughs> just being like, oh, awesome. You're hitting I, that I, shit like you're a crewmate in Among Us. You're just the, yeah. the first opportunity. <laughs> yeah. 
And it's like, you know me in my in my very uh, thing. I'm just like, I just simply wouldn't become addicted to smoking cigarettes. I wouldn't do it. Like, I have right. willpower and strength. With that, immediately, I was like, oh, yeah, I see why people get addicted to this. This is good. I like yeah. it. I was like, can I get another surgery, please? Yeah. <laughs> well, Wish I had another colon to give up. Damn. Yeah. Is there? Can you take care? Oh, Pop you a already... colon in me real quick and I'll come back oh, in a couple weeks. Oh, you got my you got my appendix the first. You don't need to go back. Okay. Uh, all right all right i just i didn't know okay going outside and immediately starting to eat rocks and shit <laughs> yeah. oh help oh no ouch Oof. oh i got oh, the no. pica in me help you gotta you gotta check again you gotta open me back up <laughs> um respect respect to sam stone we, yeah uh, the, the only the only true ball salute for is sam stone mm. guy who existed Guy who so anyways, they paved paradise and put up a parking lot. So a- after after that, about this, you know, this soldier who like the war ruined his life and he got addicted to drugs and died. He's like, I want to go home. Like, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> so awesome, he brings man. the fiddle into this one. This one. Yeah, we uh... get a little we get a little bit of fiddle action, which, you know, I was I was looking for it. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for a fiddler to start a fiddling, as they say. Um, but it is also like, yes, this is, this is my beautiful home where I want to go, but also the, the coal mines destroyed yeah, I, it. I sure hope that Daniel Day-Lewis doesn't destroy my home for oil and coal. Yeah, that would be, if, if, if there was blood, I can't think of anything worse than that. No, that's, I would hate that's that. the worst outcome I can imagine. It's, it's, um, it's, it's real though. Like my, when my, in my hometown, we had a, a water park next to Silver Springs, Florida. They tore that mm-hmm. shit down a few years ago and turned it, and now they're turning it into condos. And it mm-hmm. makes me want to have an illegal Joker smile. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that's exactly how um, the yeah, town of anytime, Paradise, Kentucky felt. Anytime it's like, you know, he says, like, let my ashes fro- float down, whatever, like. Muhlenberg County. Yeah. But with me, it's like, I don't, what am I good? I'm not having my shit thrown in, like, the Hudson. I don't even want to go there now. No. <laughs> like, I don't want my, my dead yeah. ashes just, like, just run over by the fucking boat that got stuck take in Take me to the, the New canal. Jersey Funplex. Yeah, just just take take my ashes and just go 130 down the turnpike and throw my <laughs> shit off at, like, exit 8. Like, that's where I'm going. Then <laughs> wherever I end up, if I end up in the, the John Bon Jovi Rec- like rest center that's fine like i don't care yeah that as well um just while while we're on the subject just so that this is like a a, a letter of record um mm-hmm. for me i would like um the area of the men in black alien attack ride um right before you go into the big the big button monster at the end where there's not much to do scatter my ashes right there that'd be great no you know what you know what um you really could do genuinely is somehow i need this is like a multi phase thing but i need to know someone who eventually will throw out the first pitch at city field right oh yeah and then when you're when you're on the mound you go like you know how the pitchers they like rub their hand in the dirt to like get it dry or whatever right yeah wipe it off just sprinkle sprinkle a little bit yeah i'm doing that that. and then you know use my take my ashes and rub them together to get a better grip on the ball and and then and then the umpire comes out and disqualifies you and check your hands (laughs) Well, that's, my buddy. That, that's what i want that's like my ashes somehow just like the makeup of them will become the new sticky stuff and everyone's gonna be like we just need like a crumb of eddie's ashes we just like come on man come on we just we can we can like reverse engineer it we just need yeah i'm some of those ashes 
Uh, Governor Oglesby takes the mound to uh, honor his dearly departed co-host, uh, mm-hmm. Eddie, Eddie Colazzo. Uh, and here's the pitch, and I just do the exact Carly Rae Jepsen first pitch <laughs> to <laughs> yeah. honor your memory. Just, like, directly into Mr. Met's skull, like, yeah. ending his life. The mask, <laughs> the, mask, the mask flies off, and it's not even like, there, there's just nothing there. Like, right. oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a guy in there after all. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's what um, this song's that's about. What this song's one thing that fucked me up about this song. Um, in addition to like it being good and like saying shit, like they tortured the timber, which is like, damn, this twenty-four mm-hmm. year old can write. Mm-hmm. When he says like, I remembered so many times that the memories were worn. I was like, I don't feel like you should know that metaphor yet in 1971. But I did look it up, and they did have tapes back then. Okay. Because he's okay. talking. Because again, he's twenty-four years old, so he's like, he's thinking about like, oh, when you go to Blockbuster and you like. When, like, Tommy Boy's sexual stepmom comes out of the pool, like, he was rewinding mm. it over and over until the memory got worn. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. the Betamax and VHS came out in 75 and 76, so... Okay, and I'm sure so there were I'm sure there were musical cassettes around then, so... Exactly, yeah, so he, you know, he wasn't just making not a Not a time traveler, a real guy actually existed. Yeah, yeah, Um, the next song is just called... Pretty, Pretty good. good, not Pretty good. bad. Uh, yeah, can't complain. It's got um, a, little, a little bit of electric fuzz on it. A, yeah, a little bit. This is the one with the, the, the guitar solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Little, the the air quote guitar solo. Yeah, rock and roll hoochie coo, and it's just like... It's not the worst... It's not that, like, video of the worst solo of all time, but it's... No, it's, it's, he's it, inventing it, scales as it happens. It was honorable mention, you know? Like, yeah. It's, it does not, doesn't make the top ten, but you you, you know, so... I mean, they should. I don't know why he didn't get like at least Slash on this song or something. Like, no, yeah, I would have gotten Slash probably. Yeah, it, it, it's a it cheeky just Morello, a dra- perhaps. It, it's, just, it's just a John Prine featuring Dragon Force, <laughs> and then I'd be like, no, no shit, okay. Let's the, see what Herman the, Lee got for this track. All right. The PS2 Guitar Hero uh, Prine edition was honestly pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought they only made that one for the DS when you had to wear the fucking like love attachment. That shit. That whatever. shit was like a carpal tunnel factory. That shit sucked. I remember they had, like, a display of it or whatever at Best Buy, and I tried it. I was like, this is fucking garbage. Like, I don't even want this. Yeah. Like, I love... I'm not even going to waste one of my Christmas presents on this shit. Yeah. So, I love uh... playing guitar with a fucking catcher's mitt on. It feels <laughs> yeah. really good and natural. Uh, exactly. Catcher's mitt, and on your other hand, is like a goalie's glove. And you're like, all right. Let's... Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I'm getting a tray of mac and cheese out of the fucking oven, and I'm playing guitar. But not that good. means when you, when you advance to playing real guitar, you're like, oh my god, this is so much easier. Like... It's like taking the weights. That's off, true, you know. So, man, me at fourteen, I really did think that was going to happen for me. Uh huh. I was like, I was the best one in my friend group, Guitar Hero for PS2, and I was like, this is going to be easily transferable. It's like, oh, Brooks can play it on expert. He's really good. Yeah, on or off yeah. hyperspeed doesn't matter to me. But, yeah, uh, I'm playing. I'm playing Buckethead. I'm playing it in easy. Bro, I'm when I was at youth group and I would I would fucking I would play Freebird on Expert and then like when like the girls would come over, I would like mm-hmm. turn away from the screen and continue playing because I'd played it so many times. Yeah, as soon as you get that, you're already there. Like, yeah, dude. I you see those those lights in your mind. Yeah, dude. I changed their lives forever. It was awesome. You know what you gotta do? The awesome is is when you do the the hand rounds and pull ups and you and you don't you just do it like you don't strum it. It's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Check this shit out. I'm so cool. I'm playing just a little PS2 pinky game. action. You know, I'm playing the PS2 game right now. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, the whammy bar doesn't award you any extra points, but I just like to do it. It does. <laughs> yeah, give yeah. myself something to do, so it's not so exactly, boring yeah. for me. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. This. For me, this is, I'm full comboing this track in my sleep, so I need yeah. to add a little bit of, you know. Anyways, the chorus is me walking out of any movie I've ever seen. 
<laughs> it's like pretty good not bad yeah, i can't that's, complain that's my dad my dad's every movie is 3.5 stars yes like, that's it and or it's it's both my dad watching the movie and the drill tweet about there being no difference between good and bad things uh-huh. like that's that's it yeah he does say everything in the world is exactly the same which um uh-huh. kanye west did say once but no he didn't not anymore john prine said no, that now exactly not um yeah what now that we're we're reminiscing over like Kanye West dying and being dead for real, yeah, we reminisce over him. Ha- yeah, uh, <laughs> having money's not everything. Not having it is is such a good fucking line. And it now, is. like, I just have to wipe that from my brain because of uh, recent issues. Let's say, yeah, mm-hmm. very sad, pretty I, bad. I, I did bad. see something. I, I can that, complain. That it, I did see something that it was like he said with my last like tweet on Twitter. Here's this, and it's a picture of Elon Musk on a boat. With his shirt off, getting hosed down or whatever, and, <laughs> like and, a dog, like a dog. And then someone, and then someone retweeted it and was like, "This is how you know Elon is not a true poster because all he had to do was reply with an image of Pete Davidson." Right. Like it's so easy. Come on. No, yeah, but he was just like, "The ceiling cat is watching you masturbate." Like, yeah, oh, that's yeah. Uh, that's awesome, dude. That's so yeah. good. Why was he wearing a hurt Because that's how he sounds. <laughs> yeah, Kanye posted that, and then he said, uh, Mr. West, all of your base are now belong to us. And then <laughs> he banned him from Twitter. My wife left me. My wife grinds. <laughs> the next song is Your Flag Decal Won't Get You Into Heaven Anymore. This song beats ass, dude. This song is, this song's, it's funny. It is just, uh, just imagining the fucking like Oscar Mayer or Wienermobile completely covered in American flag stickers that like That's you a, can't see anything out of it. I don't know if it's reductive to the state of comedy to say it, but it's it is it's such a fucking drill tweet where it's like you have so many American flag decals that you wrap and your car around a tree and die. First, first verse he mentions Betsy Ross. They won't even let John Prine fuck it. Like That's right. And he has flags over everything. I was sad to hear. So the first wild adjustin readers. You know what this is? This is legitimately a Key and Peel sketch with the like escalation oh, yeah. of the oh, same yeah, yeah, bit yeah. until it ends tragically. Yeah, John Prime would yeah. be a great improviser. He'd be he'd be mm-hmm. great on any any sketch team. But mm. speaking of sketch, I did think I thought that the first verse when he was digesting readers digest in the back of a dirty bookstore, I thought mm-hmm. he was being a little cheeky. Apparently, he the way that he meant it, like he actually used to, like he was a mailman, so like he actually mm-hmm. like would deliver readers digest there and shit. Mm-hmm. But I thought this was like a proto, like, oh yes, I'm in the dirty bookstore, but I'm I'm reading the respectable mass market publication for the articles. Exactly. Yes, where it's I'm like he's actually listening. He's he's reading like. Milfs monthly, but he's like, oh, yeah. I was reading Reader's Digest back then. I was reading it for like the the recipes and articles. The humor in uniform was hilarious this week, sir. Thank you. Yeah. And then what does he do? He just goes home and covers his wife in flags. <laughs> like, yeah, you get they get a little, really a little this, sticky flag. It's just the world that Drill lives in. So yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Um, and not to not to be a boomer, but like they don't fucking make them like this anymore. Like there's there is like what where are the fucking like. The, well, like, from a uh, genius user, Gangsta Jew, uh, two years okay. ago. Such a great song. What else? No That's argument it. there. Exactly. You got it, bud. Perfect. It did. I was, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure I've told this story anytime like, I bring up youth group. But like mm-hmm. listening to the chorus where it's like, Jesus don't like killing no matter what the reason's for. Mm-hmm. I always think about when I was, I was in kids' church in elementary school around 2002 to 2003. It was like mm-hmm. gearing up to Iraq and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember we were learning about the Ten Commandments, and like the 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 lady who was leading our small group explicitly said to me, "Well, killing is always a sin, except for soldiers." 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, and that gotta... was that was an important lesson for me. I think, like, look I, at the at the time, I was like, okay, I'll inter- I'll internalize that for like five or six years. Yeah. yeah. But then, like later on, I was like, oh yeah, teachers are just guys. Like they're just exactly. Yeah. You can literally you could. You could quit your job and you could become like a, a kid's church leader and you could go in there and you could be like, yeah, Dr. Pepper is sinful. And P- every kid would believe you for like six or yeah, seven a, years. Another kid would become at least, at the very least, a young adult before challenging yeah, be like, that view. Yeah, it would be like at their wedding drinking Mr. Pibb and then being like, why am I drinking only Mr. Pibb? Yeah. Hmm. Oh. It's because well, Mr. C told me. Damn. Yeah, Mr. C told me. Uh-huh. Fuck you, Mr. C. Uh, we need we need to start doing that, but just anti. What's going to happen is we're going to do go on like the anti Canada dry, like yeah, uh, yeah, 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 tour, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just like put that shit in the ground. But then there's going to be one one day that someone snaps a picture of me drinking the cranberry version. Mm-hmm, you like the and taste? Like, this this hypocrite, like yeah, it, to, it's about you not out, wearing the mask. But uh, yeah, I have yeah. to put out a state a notes app statement being like this photo was taken many years ago. Uh, I've since changed my views on Canada Dry and all of their products, <laughs> and, and I like uh, the taste. And I like the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you anyway. put a good flavor in something that's bad, it's possible to make that good. It's just that, yeah, you know, they should do that I in mean, all of their cans to make them to make it not taste like make this. it all good, easy. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't. Verner's does it. Uh, mm-hmm. Verner's does it. Uh, Schweppes does it. Mm-hmm. Everybody does Schwe- it. Schweppes. Yeah. Schweppes. Do you want to check out the Patreon? I'd like that, yeah. Dot com slash post Game of Thrones. Where if you like, you can donate to us. One dollar a month gets you all of our bonus content, including words and deeds that I do with Brooks. And we finished Mission Complete. Mich- that's why you're the best, boss. Uh, we finished Metal Gear Solid 5. So that's all of the main Metal Gear Solid stories. Uh, so we're not going to post that anymore. We're just, no. We're just going to stop. Uh, posting anything there and you can continue to give us one dollar <laughs> big big things watch this space big things coming big and then things in, coming. Two, in two weeks it's just going to be a picture of me running over my like red box copy of death stranding <laughs> on the civic like that's it uh-huh so if it's you want to see that please please give us a dollar so i can buy new tires for my car yeah uh five dollars uh you get shout outs at the end of episodes and you can request music for us to listen to on this very podcast which is fun point. Yeah, watch this space in maybe like 25, 30 minutes. Maybe we'll... Uh... Well, yeah. Don't look at the description. Don't do it. No. And I'm just... I'm I'm going to say that instead of what we're listening to next week. I'm just going to post like the circle game fingers. That would be pretty so, good. Got your ass. Anyway, $5, $10. Uh, you get special user status in Discord and we'll make a, a creature for you in Fire Pro Wrestling. If you so would uh, desire. You can make a, a big American flag man. Or something yeah, like Mr. Peabody to to roll coal all over the the ring. Yeah, uh, patreoncom slash Um Before before we get into the second half of this album, I have a question for you. Yeah, you know I've been playing the Marvel Snap game. On yeah, my you iPhone. love Marvel. Now. I, re- I I well, I love Marvel Snap. The game is quite good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's where you, you go around, the... you take you take pictures of Bucky and throw pester balls yes. at Baron Zemo and shit. Do Do you know who the Infinaut is? I can't say that I know who the Infinaut is. Okay, is it like an infant? In... No, he seems like. He seems like a spaceman in a big helmet. And he's like a big baby? He's probably a big baby. Um, but his cool feature... So you have six turns, right? And he's okay, a six-cost card, okay. so you can only play it on your sixth turn. And it says, if you played a card last turn, you can't play this. So your turn five, you can't do anything. But on turn six, you can play him, and he has 20 strength. And that's fucking... Whoa! Huge. That's a lot. That's so like I stored just... power without any boosts. And there's a, there's a card called Sunspot. Which is a 1-1. You play it on your first turn. But Sunspot, do you know Sunspot? 
No, I don't know Sunspot. Well, they must be friends because Sunspot's ability is if you don't use your like energy to play a card, he gets power for how much energy you don't use. Oh, okay. So on turn five, you don't play anything, but if you got a Sunspot out, he gets five power. And then hmm. you can play the infinite. So I didn't know if they were like friends or lovers or like what they're from. Uh, because because they have good synergy. Well, they're players. from the the Eternity War. It seems like the ninth manifestation is there. He looks like Buzz Lightyear. It's fine. Okay, are you familiar with this this war? Or there's no. a guy named Swarm. Do you know who Swarm is? No, he looks like he's made out of bees. I w- I um, was gonna guess that. Okay, because he, he's like he the Stevo and Jackass Forever when he has like the bees covering he, his dick and balls and jock and bubble. Yes, yeah, he kind of looks a little bit like that. Okay. Um, and he is he is just a, a nightmare to look at. So I didn't know if you were familiar mm. with that character. Okay. No, I've I been just... playing uh, Fall Guys because they have SpongeBob skins now. You can be like Mr. Crab and you go around and you're like. Does uh... it make the the noise when you run? Uh, no, it does. It's honestly they don't even have a plankton skin, which is like hello. Is He's literally plankton shaped. Yeah. Um, but you can like spend like a million V bucks to get the imagination hand oh, taunt, yeah, and yeah, it do- yeah. it does do the little sparkle when when you do imagination. So okay. Anyway, it's, let's let's talk about this album some more. Yeah. Um, Rest in peace, John. Got, you would have loved. You Fall would have guys. loved Fall Guys. Yeah. Me loading up my next game in Marvel Snap just says John Prine. Like, John Prine. John Prine. It's it's not even like you you select an icon. And it's like you get to be like Cyclops or Wakanda or whatever. But no, it's just his, <laughs> it's just his image from the album. I'm like oh fuck. I hated uh, when I used to play on the fucking playground and I was like, okay, I'm going to be Batman. And then, then my friend was always like, I get to be Wakanda. I get place. to be Wakanda. You can't hurt me. I'm impervious yeah. to damage. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tap the Wakanda land and Magic the Gathering. It's like, that's not what we're fucking playing, dude. But it is fun because there's like locations. It's just, it's like three spots and each one has a special effect that's random every game. And one of the locations you can play cards is Wakanda. Okay. So that's funny. Yeah, because it's just like I'm playing. I'm playing Iron Man in Wakanda this turn. Oh fuck! I, I, the only land I have is Aunt May's house. This sucks. Yeah, yeah. Each player loses an Uncle Ben from their deck when this location is revealed. <laughs> Move Uncle Ben to graveyard. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, I'm playing my Uncle Ben deck this game, so right. I can boost. <laughs> you, you can only can you can only my block, Doc Ock. You can only block Green Goblin if you say the entire Lord's Prayer before he's played. You know what's the Green Goblin and Hobgoblin are in it, and the fun thing about them is they have negative power, mm-hmm. but their ability is when you play this card, it goes to your opponent's side. That's pretty good. It's pretty not it's bad. Pretty I can't complain. I like it. Yeah, far from me. Um, this is this is about how um this is about when your wife works at Waffle House and you go Waffle and visit House. her yeah. and you're listening uh-huh. to. Hit Parade, which apparently ended in 1955, but this dude's like, still... You, I click on this, it says the Hit Parade was an American radio broadcast from 1935. Like, there was no songs back then. It was it was the Jimmy and Billy racism hour on every station. Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, it, 20, 20 years, that's a... Yeah, it was, it was, Mr. Prine, you cannot be singing about Amos and Andy on your first, uh, on your mm-hmm. first album. Let's call it Hit Parade. Let's, wow, yeah, okay. Let's, let's come, let's, <laughs> that's... That's how John wow. Prine sounds. Is, is John Prine here with us right now? Yeah, he's, he's got a little, like, Mario thing going. Wow, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just thought about doing, saying, like, let's go in John Prine voice, and my brain just kind of, like, short-circuited and no. had to close my eyes and restart. For that's what happened to Chris Pratt, and that's why his yeah. Mario sounds like that. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, ain't it funny how an old broken bottle looks just like a diamond ring? I, I believe your, your relationship is uh is deteriorating. 
Mr. Yeah, this dude loves talking about how when he was a little kid, he would go to play in the junkyard, which is what you would do in the 50s, I guess. And Mm -hmm. this dude had a real like Ed Ed and Eddie type childhood, it seems like. They didn't didn't even play. They would just go there and like rub dirt on their knees. Like that was the game that they played. Yeah, they would just hang out with Undyne in the fucking in the the (laughs) junkyard. Uh Uh-huh. So this is about um, his his waitress wife has begun to hate that he comes into Waffle House and like hums along to Camp Town Races, which is the number mm. one song at the time. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then let me hold on. Oh come on! Like I was so you know an old broken bottle looks like a diamond ring. I was I was imagining it like wow like you know this uh broken bottle there there's still a little shine to it just based on the light but it's like tattered and broken and old and no longer mm-hmm. represents someone was like this is like a rorschach blot from watchmen like okay that's i was just thinking that yeah uh you're not trapped in here with me i'm trapped in here with john prime yeah so mm-hmm. i hated uh, when dr know. manhattan went to my hometown and pointed at it and made it explode exactly he he said you should I, I put he said i put 1001 flags on my car and then i immediately exploded uh-huh. so <laughs> he said it is it is Saturday, December twenty twenty two. I am disavowing Kanye West. It is twenty eighteen. <laughs> I am disavowing Kanye West. <laughs> yes, Jesus was just re- released. I am disavowing Kanye. West. <laughs> um, I have a bunch of notes about how this is like this song is like uh, Charlie and the Waitress from Always Sunny because like he literally gives okay. her a broken bottle and shit. But uh-huh. I want to talk about Angel Angel from yeah, Montgomery. If you are right before Angel from Montgomery, like. You got this is we get the the Rhodes organ in this one. That's how you know. It's like, okay. Yeah, this we got shit, some instruments in here. This shit like makes me it turns my body into like old Melisandre, but in a good way. Like it's yeah, it's yeah. like I enjoy being turned into an old woman. Mm-hmm. Uh just because of when I was listening to it and he's like, I am an old woman. No, yeah, that was that's what he says. There he is. Yeah. I was I was imagining the the did you see the thing about the FIFA president named like Johnny Infantino or whatever? Uh-huh. Yeah, I I, I just got his card in Marvel Snap, actually. He was like, today, I am Muslim. Today, I am gay. Uh Today, I I am migrant. Like, that's all the shit he said. And that's, uh, today, I am old woman. Named after my mother. Yeah, it's it's, it's a beautiful display of empathy from our FIFA president and from John Now now I'm imagining someone, like, covering this and missing it entirely and being like, I am a young man. Like, I I really was. Like, I, I... not a lot of twenty-four-year-old boy singer-songwriters like mm-hmm. they would. Ha- they would have to change the lyrics to their own song to be like, "I'm, I'm a heterosexual style." Yeah, and he, yeah, very ahead of his time. Very, uh, you know, yeah, forward-thinking. Make me a a demon that flies from Montgomery. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make me a poster of a cool rodeo where I win. Exactly. Next, uh, next up from Judas Priest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> demon from hell all right yeah Let's cool see what we got mm-hmm. um this song is kind of like it seems like it's probably like what boulevard of broken dreams was for boomers like, yeah, yeah 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 and both songs rip so that's mm-hmm. you know that's good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but yeah it's about, uh, this, it's about an old lady is, who feels this old. is about the old lady who like when you looked at her and she said uh go shovel snow or whatever this is what she felt like don't you feel bad now yeah, she went back into her her kitchen and like stirred a plate of water for like three hours. <laughs> yeah, she just melted a bunch of ice cubes in a tray and then like watched it. Yeah, her actions were so static and boring and sad that she just won the sight and sound poll for greatest movie <laughs> of all time. I'm so happy I I I don't watch movies, dude. I'm just like, all right, some shit I don't got to get into today. Fantastic. Yeah, I you don't never- know enough about this topic to have an opinion. 
at all. Get Out's in it. Get Out got like number 100. Uh, okay, that's good. Parasite good in it. Out. Parasite's in it. I like that one. No, so no Iron Giant, huh? All right. Not well, yet. Well, you know. Still that, that's what Paul Schrader, he was posting about how like this is this has been taken over by like the, the woke contingent of, of film. Mm-hmm. And it was mostly because he's such a Hogarth fan that he was exactly he said he's like, said, well, we can't have, can't have stories about a little boy and a friend anymore. Before Vin Diesel had a family, he was a lonely robot with no home. <laughs> so consider that. Yeah, very sad. No hot D, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But oh, hot D was one of the best 100 movies of all time. Right. I, I think episode eight is functionally a movie. Yeah. yeah. Viserys' whole life a movie. His. Yeah. <laughs> This is Viserys. Come on, yeah. He's an angel from Montgomery. Yes, he just wants to relive the good old days. You know. Yeah. Back when, like, he he sat on a chair and was fine. Yeah. All my childs are growing old. My uh, my wife is away for a while. Don't look into it. Hmm. Hmm. Um. And just be- to believe in this living is just a hard way to go. L- believing that, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna be king. And sit on a chair again. Yeah. Like, I'll do it tomorrow. The angel well, he did, he did. the angel flying down to him is, is Balerion. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. please, come back and take me away from this quiet life. Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, next we have Quiet Man. Another is another it... gender swap song, because he's singing about Metal Gear Solid uh, 5. Yeah. <laughs> I I am quiet, man. Like I gotta, I gotta admit, the first couple times I was listening to this song, uh, at the very, in like the very end, verse four, where he's like, "Oodles a lot, what a beautiful sight." Mm. At the very end, he goes, "I am a quiet man." I did think he was saying, "And I am a white man," like (laughs) throughout. And I am white man, white man. Yeah, Uh, yeah, probably. I had to, I had to look at the, um, the cover to see if he was white, and also the name Mm. of the song. Mm. Uh, so how can how can we make this about quiet Metal Gear Solid? I I did like the 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 one verse about all the days fighting and him doing the like who's on first bit. Yeah, he's like he's ha- he has an illegal smile. He's sort of yelling at Tuesday for being next to Monday or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you if you say to someone Sundays in the meadow and Fridays in the corn, that's got to mean some shit. Like I don't know what it is. Yeah, that's when you talk to an old person, they're going to say some shit like that at you, and you just gotta like, oh, I haven't it. heard that back since you know Lyndon B. Johnson's days or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Real answer, I thought it was like a nice parallel to the last song, because the last song is like, I'm like, I'm in this, I'm in this like sort of loveless, sad marriage, and I'm aging with like this guy who's never around. And then the next song is like, oh, I'm like a sad guy who's never around. And like, I come home and I have nothing to say to my wife, but don't put your blues Mm -hmm. on me. It's like, oh, damn, Mm -hmm. they're both, they're both sad in valid ways. But also it might be about Quiet from Metal Gear Solid 5. It might be about, also, it might be, okay, so follow me along this path a little bit. I don't talk much, I'm a quiet man, beauty and sound is both run deep, and I'm running crazy while you are asleep. This could be Yoshikage Kira. Oh, okay. And then at the end, Udo's of Light, what a beautiful sight. That's both of Killer explodes. Queen's eyes are shining tonight. Exactly. He, when he causes his explosion to murder someone, like, that's the beautiful sight, and right. Killer Queen's eyes are shining. Rays and um, beams of incredible dreams, that's just Death 13, which Kira was a big fan of. And, yeah, uh, uh-huh. and yeah, I have a quiet, quiet man. man. And he doesn't tell anyone about what he does. So. Right. Another solved song from Fun Point, thank you. Just, you got it. I'm I'm, ta- I'm highlighting the whole thing and just putting that annotation in yeah, there. Yeah, done. This, this is Yoshikage Kira. Yeah. Like, oh, awesome. Solved. Um, Donald and Lydia? Donald and Lydia. Uh-huh. Um, uh-oh, I don't have notes about this song. <laughs> 
That's fine. It's about like he. It's, it's about, about Donald and Lydia. I'm it's about a guy I'm, named Donald I'm, I'm and a girl named Lydia, and like the only quality that John wants to describe Lydia as is fat, and he does it like four or five times. And I don't. It's like that, what else? That's why. What I'm else being, do you want to say about her? So probably what happened is like I'm like I'm not taking notes on this this disgusting protagonist because John Prine is clearly advocating for his actions. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't want to associate myself with. So with it's that. and Donald, he's like a he's he's like a soldier who came back from war, and a verse two is about him honking off at boot camp, which is cool. Well, look, uh, click on the annotation for the chorus. Look who's there. Is it the Joker? Hang on, let me. <laughs> oh yeah, it's 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 John and it's Bob our... Dylan and Carly Simon and Bruce. And Bruce, all our friends are there. Yeah. Bob Br- Dylan look like that. Imag- he's one of the most like Jack and Hagar motherfuckers in world history. Like <laughs> yeah. he is always I, looking like a totally I've, different guy. This is this is a rare holographic Dylan. Like I've never seen this Bob Dylan before. Yeah. Oh, Electric Dylan made you mad. Check, wait until you see holographic. Dylan. That's Bru- that's that's clearly Bruce Springsteen. He's looking good. He's looked the same know? for ninety years. Yes, he looked good here. But that Bob, that's a rare. That's a George Harrison ass Bob. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. I did just want to bring to your attention in, in verse two, you know, talking about the the PFC and the military and boot camp who envisioned the details of romantic scenes after midnight in the stillness of the barracks latrine. So he is mm-hmm. canonically talking about honking off in the during Full Metal Jacket, which is uh, only only John Prine could write a verse about <laughs> masturbation and not only make it not offensive, but also poetic. No, I'm like, an I haven't to do always, that. I I always hate if you like only John Prine could do. It. Like I'm like I know you're saying he's a good writer, but you know I'm I'm sure I'm sure I could write a verse about honking off and it would be really funny. Yeah, so. I bet you got it in you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, near the end of this one, I was I was on my Beastie Boys mode because he's like they made love in the mountains, love in the streams, love in the valleys, and I'm waiting there to be like. Loving their dreams. Yeah. And then I was happy when I was right. So. Yeah, it was a, it's an enjoyable. And then at the end, it's like, oh, it's like they're either like, that's all like a dream or it's like, they're both still sort of like mentally apart from each other. I kind of just thought that meant phone sex when they were 10 miles yeah. apart. Yeah. They were on AOL instant messenger. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Prime biographer Eddie Huffman notes, on the surface, the song may have been about masturbation, but on another level, Prime aimed at, aimed at a deeper truth about loneliness and isolation. I, oh, well, ha- I hate it? that you just in this in this freaking society, you can't just make a song about honking off. Yeah. Can't you just write about two He's people? 24. Let him express himself. Let him let him write about Crank and Hog. And it's it's funny. Come on. Let's go. It's funny. And it's 1971. You can't joke about like like that. Like you used to be able to in 1951. Mm. Everybody's soft these days. Yeah, exactly. It's not like things, you know, were back when I was seven or 22. Yeah. I don't know. Nobody wants to vote for uh, Richard Nixon, presumably, anymore, because he's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Six o'clock we, news. You know, six o'clock news. Um, another one that's going to be real good to make jokes about. Oh, like, yeah, we're, the classic. We're going we're gonna to go nuts on this you one. Know when it, yeah, when it has the sort of narrative structure of Richard Corey, you know that it's going to be yeah. a, real, <laughs> yeah. a real fun time. I am very happy to learn that I there is a website called the John Prine Shrine. That's fun. So that's that's pretty good. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> this one's about a kid who grows up and kills himself, and yeah. he has a sad life. Uh huh. And so, so listen, come on, baby, you're spend the night with me. If there is a place you're gonna put a song like this, it is, you know, what we what we uh, unfortunately what, do call yep. the death slot. The death slot, yeah. So taking that a little bit too. Back then, they were very literal when they were, you know, con- 
like creating album track listing so right 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 um maybe yeah we'll we'll revisit that term yeah they, <laughs> the, the kid was unfortunately bullied because he had two first names which i guess is all in 1971 that was the only thing that people had to bully mm-hmm. like you weren't allowed to like call each other like bots yet because they didn't know about gaming yet yeah like you couldn't call someone an npc you had to call yeah, someone you, like you couldn't steve be like John, skill steve issue John. you had to be like bro your name is not even polysyllabic like get out of yeah. here Mm-hmm. Your last name doesn't have two syllables. Get the fuck out of here. You got here. a John Jingle Heimer Schmidt type name. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Let's uh, close it out with a little flashback blues, if you don't mind. I got flashback blues. This is a, it's got a little harmonica, a little keys, a little hootenanny on the way out the just, door. Just, he's like, I know, I know, you know, I brought things down a little bit on the last track. So let's just hop on a boxcar and get riding. Like, let's. Let's I just got the go. flashback blues. It's fun. I'm I'm speaking in like hobo cant or whatever, and like leaving those those symbols on the floor. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's go. I got fucking okay. So we've we've been giving John Prine such a fucking hard time this whole episode. Yeah, I'm gonna, really I'm gonna give it to him. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to him nice style right here. Mm-hmm. Some fucking real good wordplay throughout when he's like. Ten times as much as it grieves you. That's how much I hate to leave you. Like someday you gotta drop that on your wife. Like that is mm-hmm. such that is such a good husband line. Yeah. Where it's like, <laughs> oh, you think you miss me? Well, make that ten times. Mm-hmm. Damn. I I I miss you more. Yeah. So, yeah. He invented so, I miss you more. So long, babe. So I got the knack. It's a fucking good song. Hmm. And it it, um, it makes me feel sophisticated. Like even even five years ago, when I was John Prine's age, I was like, I'm not giving this shit the time of day. Yeah. But now uh-huh. I'm like, no, I'm now, at the tail end of my 20s. Let me give this a shot and like yeah. experience the keynote of adulthood. And yeah, now, yeah. <laughs> now you're wiser and uh, you you have a a richer musical experience yeah. about about cranking hog. So did I only discover this because there's a Paul Barabo song that mentions a song called Angel from Montgomery? Yes. Mm-hmm. But we get we find music in all kinds of new ways. I asked, I asked Kim, I said, Kim, do you know John Prince? She said, yeah, Angel from Montgomery. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm... I've always known that as then. well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I knew that since uh, two weeks ago. You passed well, my so. test. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, I have two more riddles awaiting you at an unspecified time and place. Uh-huh. So be prepared, yeah. Kim. Who's quiet, Kim? Do you know that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what does Bob Dylan sound like, Kim? Show me right now. Yeah. Draw a picture of what Bob Dylan looks like to you. <laughs> yeah every every yeah in, that's that's my like in, let's no longer do icebreakers in class let's just say draw what you think bob dylan draw like dylan see, for us yeah and see what we get and that's what we're gonna it's do it's like a beautiful way to teach you know subjectivity and shit in uh, exactly in anthropology it's beautiful yeah well that's john prime, that's john john prime, prime by john prime good album thanks i'm glad I, you liked I enjoyed it. i enjoyed my time with it yeah uh and and i enjoyed going to the like page john prine page and going like top songs and seeing oh my goodness he was very old that's the oldest man i've ever seen yeah he was he was he was pretty old with it uh lots of albums there it's cool it's cool to like do your first album like in vampire times when they didn't have like color in the world yet and then getting old enough to have a tiny desk concert like that's 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 a good life that's that's awesome yeah good shit (laughs) good shit man um questions if you have a question you can send to us on Twitter, while it's still going, Matt, you'll have to hear it. Uh, Kiki sells seething over booba chads. Friends that's that's, a, that's a good one. Antigone has a good one. That's a good one. So, when Johnny Cash did Sam Stone, he changed the line, Jesus Christ died for nothing, to Daddy must have suffered a lot back then. What's the worst line change in a cover that you've heard? And again, I don't know any off the top of my head. 
But it's like if you change the the pronouns. Well, come on, you're using pronouns in your song. That's how you know you're already oh, falling God. to the to the woke mafia. But <laughs> if you're if you're doing that at all, it's just like come on, just just sing the song, read the read the tights and sing the fucking <laughs> song. <laughs> I um I'm sure I've talked about this before, but there is a big controversy in the Christian contemporary music uh, scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a big song in like the last 10 years called how he loves and like mm-hmm. no listener but josh veal is like knowing what i'm talking about right now okay well it's good to to get a glimpse into other yeah but it was a uh, stay tuned for phase three mm-hmm. um there was like it was just, you know song, it's, it's just like how he loves us oh how he loves us and it's about god and jesus and things like that and there was this whole like cult of apocryphal information around it where it was like supposedly written by a pastor who was like I hope I can shake shape the nation with this song. And then he died that night. And then the song Mm -hmm. got famous. And Mm -hmm. um, there's a, there's a line in it where it's like heaven meets earth, like a sloppy wet kiss. And Mm -hmm. um, when David Crowder, who's sort of like the Beatles of uh, Christian contemporary music, um, Mm -hmm. he, he changed the line to heaven meets earth, like an unforeseen kiss. So there are a lot, there are a lot of Christians who are like, Hey, that's, that's sacred stuff. You can't, you can't change the original lyrics. And then there's other people who are like, we shouldn't be singing about sloppy wet kisses in church. We need to change it to unforeseen kiss. Um, I'm, I'm definitely sloppy wet kiss hive. Um, Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. It's easily, it's, it's easily, it's, it slaps more like Mm -hmm. sloppy wet kissing. Even if it's like only, you're only supposed to sloppy wet kiss your wife. Like that's still like something that God gave us. So, Mm -hmm. so jot that down, read the fucking tights. Read the fucking Bible and then, you know, yeah, we'll see from there. That would be, uh, also, read not, the tights and it's the entire text of the New Testament. That would be yeah, a sick yeah, gimmick. Yeah. Also, follow up here. Also, not a question, but I learned that Sam Stone was also covered by a guy called Swamp Dog with mm-hmm. two G's. And he put out an album this year called I Need a Job So I Can Buy More Auto-Tune. <laughs> Dudes rock. <laughs> Swamp Dog is also throwing little pebbles and stones at his CRT tone. Yeah. I I love my grandma, but I really I really was disappointed when I was eight years old and I asked for the new Snoop Dogg ref- record for Christmas. <laughs> and she got, got me the Swamp Dogg. A uh, friend of the show, Giannis, when the Just is Infinite on Twitter says, "Did you know that this album only got made because John Prine was by was discovered by none other than Roger Ebert? What would John Prine's Letterbox Top Four look like? I think so, like like you any... gotta have like something kind of sad, something sexual." Right, like he's gonna have something about have, like, fast off, times. Yeah. Fast times at Ridgemont High is on there. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That uh, something about like an old like a like a John Wayne movie or that Western style, and then also like like uh, Apocalypse Now or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because because he's twenty four, so there's yeah, still, yeah, yeah. Still yeah a, a Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, Rocky, Rocky, yeah, and uh, Shawshank. Shawshank, yeah. <laughs> it's the greatest movie ever made. So. It, it, read the fucking tights, dude. Um, uh, also, another follow-up. What's the craziest place you've seen an American flag at? Um, the the American chalk answer would be uh, every classroom I've ever been in, including yep. school. <laughs> Can I tell you something? My school does not have them in the class. Oh, yeah? You know what they do? For the morning announcements, it's we basically... the It's it's kind of cool because like the, the video like TV class or whatever records them yeah yeah yeah. the day before and then we just put them we just pull them off oh you don't do them live anymore 
No. Oh, that shit was... Uh, oh, but, man. but before it, there's, like, a bit, like, a shitty two-frame gif of the American flag, and it's like, please stand, and no one fucking does it. It's awesome. Damn. <laughs> New Jersey is an entirely different fucking continent from <laughs> yeah. central Florida. Uh, um, Man, we had... We would always do them live from elementary mm-hmm. to high school and i remember mm-hmm. and i was al- i was always involved with that because i was you know I'm, I'm sort of like a young roger Ebert. you know what that tells me that there must have been some type of incident where oh yeah like, like i anymore this is i'm not giving any identifying information when i say that like when we cut to the um the the girl who did like the lunch the lunch menu for the day um mm-hmm. she did like freeze up and like pee her pants like on camera and like ran out of the room and it was it was something mm-hmm. i would never forget but we still kept uh-huh. we still we still kept going at live. She sh- she showed up the next day and did her and read her fucking lines. Respect. That's that's the the athlete's spirit. Like yeah, if you if you're doing the morning show and you accidentally say you know ass, like you just mm-hmm. gotta you gotta keep grinding. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what's sad about today's morning shows is the kids don't have that grind set. Finally, from Juranogio Bomna on Twitter, since John Prine is an okay name for a human, but a boring and bad one for a music album, what would you have titled this? Jontimus Prime. Jontimus Prime or Cranking Off. Yeah. Or How, but, how but, I Learned but, to Stop Worrying and Love Cranking My Hog to Completion. But instead, they would have to change the cover, though, because then you could have him at, like, a factory. You know, and he's, like, working some big machine. And it's like, oh, that's what he's doing. Yeah, I would have, instead of, like, the stupid picture day background, I would have him just take a picture of a green screen behind him so mm-hmm. that we could have him, like, doing the rules of nature fight. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. Again, and like Mr. Be... Peabody's like in the Metal Gear that he's fighting. You, you could have yeah, or you give could me just my have fucking sit, town back, dude. Sitting on top of like Metal Gear Rex or whatever. Like, yeah, that would be awesome. That'd be sick. Yeah. At you love to hear it on Twitter while it still exists. Thank you. Uh, what's next? Slap City. Yeah, I don't want to fucking go back to taking questions on Tumblr. I, I hope I hope Elon I pulls this out. I know. Uh, you went first last time, so I'll go first this time. Please. Um. As as you know, I'm not much of a of a prine head. I don't have many of his uh his albums detailed in my mind at the moment. Yeah. Um well hold on, let me see if this is Okay, it is. Uh one group I've been listening a lot to this week is Wolfpeck. Okay. Which are a bunch of like mainly funky white boys. Um, <laughs> okay. And a lot of their songs are instrumental, but some they have like featured vocalists on. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do something I don't usually do. I'm gonna pick a, a track from a live album, mm. which was recorded at the most the world's most famous arena, Square Martin. Square Martin. And I'm gonna pick the song 1612. And this is such a good most most live albums. It's just kind of like they recorded a concert and put it out there. But this one, um, it's 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 uh mixed so well, uh, because you get like one they sound good two there's just enough crowd noise where mm. when they get involved you can hear it and it doesn't like overpower them but it, it it adds to it okay it's really good and then there's there's a part in the song where in in, in the regular song the singer just kind of stops and goes like frank sinatra and he says it in like a silly way but in this one the crowd just goes frank sinatra and just like screams it all right um, so it, it's fun they sound like some funky that. white voice yeah they are uh so Frank's uh, Frank Sinatra. That's who I'm picking. Um, I'll, I'll I'll go I'll go prime mode, and I'll, I'll go uh, I'll go chalk, and I'll just do one of his his sort of classic classic tracks. Um, it's you know how everybody our generation we were in 2008 we were all like my favorite song is the Juno song of Moldy Peaches, where it's like mm-hmm. 
I'm a girl and you're a boy and we're going to sing at each other with acoustic guitars. Yeah, you are a peach, you are a plum and so on. Yeah, you're a part-time plum and a full-time peach. Mm. Um, so I'm going to do In Spite of Ourselves featuring Iris Dement, I think is her fucking name. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like a classic, like I'm a boy and you're a girl and we're going to sing at each other type song. May have even it's invented like in, the form. In, it's like um, the Dewey Cox song. Yeah, like, it's, like it's, it's, together. it's Johnny and yeah. June Jackson, you know. Like hammering nails and, and song and dripping ice cream all over themselves that's exactly what it there is he does john prine does say the word horny in the song so okay cool awesome this guy rules yeah he's he's good i wish we could have got him on the show but mm. you know say love you uh and now it's time what to pick our next album isn't it i believe so so uh no- normally we wouldn't do this but friend of the show sarah mcclintock did just resubscribe and noted in this email that the original submission was from 2019. <laughs> so we're, we're going to hit this up. But this one, we have we have something new here, which is Sarah's album picker quiz. Um, okay. And we have two different results we can end up at. So there's three questions, okay? The first question is, would you rather wear A, a black velvet cowboy hat, or B, a pirate hat with a big feather in it? Uh... I, I, f- I feel like... I, w- I would choose the cowboy. I would want to choose the pirate hat, but I feel like pirates have been kind of like... It's a little it's a little Elon Musk, I think, at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, like the internet has gotten a hold of pirates a little too much. Yeah. That said, I think without that knowledge, I think I'm probably going pirate, just because it's, like, it's yeah. more of like a funky, silly, you know? Like, I can yeah, be like, I'm but- wearing this ironically, but there's a chance that like if, if the cowboy hat doesn't suit me, that people might think that I'm doing it earnestly, and that's too dangerous yeah. for me. Um... Number two, would you rather take down capitalism using A, witchcraft, or B, swords? Uh, s- swords is more biblical, so I'm gonna, I would, I would go Ooh, with that. I'm go- I would go witchcraft, because I want to be like, I want to be casting spells and shit. Yeah, you, I think, I mean, if we were if we were to ever play D&D, I imagine that would probably be, like, your your class would be a lot more of the, like, my spell slots, and I'd be more like, I, I use my hitting sword to hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're split on this one, but we have one more. Okay. You meet an ex-lover on an empty, dusty road at twilight. They, A, whisper the exact date and time of your death in your ear before dissipating into smoke. Or B, <laughs> grin and flourish their cape before drawing two pistols and shooting you in the chest. Oh, man, I really didn't like the first one, so I was like, no matter what, I'm going with the second one. Uh-huh, so, yeah, listen. You're and there's no chance There's no chance to parry, which I would I would do, but in the I would, do, I would question, easily blood... I would bloodborne parry them. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretending play. to be a guy who wouldn't block my ex-lover's attack. Um, uh-huh. So would I rather know the date or time of my death from my ex-lover? I'm gonna ta- I'm gonna immediately... Take, I'm gonna take the former because it's like... <laughs> they're, she's a liar, dude. Exactly. And, you know, I've, I've seen Death Note, and things went well for people who who had that information. Yeah, and that's also so. I don't I'm sure that this like fate and prophecy in the muses or whatever they probably covered for this, but like I feel like there's a chance where it's like okay, you're going to die in 2028 on a Thursday in June or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I feel like there's a universe where you can interpret that as being like you are unkillable for the next 4 years. Yeah, exactly. Me I'm I'm like I'm good. I'm doing whatever I can for the next 6 months. Because, yeah, I'm immediately you know. doing like a gainer off of a skyscraper. And then immediately being put into a coma for four years where I'm still technically alive. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've, uh, I've cheated so, death again. So based on our aggregate answers, the album we will be um, talking about two weeks from now is uh, Let Love In by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Oh, I know them. 
Uh, you also, and I did, I did check this album does have Rud Right Hand, which is the Peaky Blinders song. That was, so. I was, yeah, that's, that's the, uh, Dumb and Dumber scene song. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that you were like frantically trying to find. Was that you or someone else? Yeah, I was, I was, I was, yeah, I was okay. listening to it and like, I was, I was, cause like I, Nick Cave is always on fucking like, he's always on film Twitter or Letterboxd or mm-hmm. something like that. And I'm like, let me see who this motherfucker is. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to Red Right Hand and I was like, this sounds very familiar. And then later that day, I watched the Dumb and Dumber scene just apropos of mm-hmm. nothing. And mm-hmm. uh, there there he was when well, he's trying to buy the, you... the funny, uh, the funny porno magazine. Really another one of those, another one of those artists that just has 1000 albums. So I'm like, I'll listen to it someday. Yeah. And now I'm I'm forced to. So there's no excuse. Yeah, I'm 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 glad we're going to be able to talk to somebody who has like such an extensive personal life section again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> When your personal life has subsections, one of which is politics, that's how you know it's going to be good. Oh, yeah, you're going to get into some good shit there. Let's let's just okay. So there, the partners and children, religion and politics. Oh, uh, when the so. when the word woke is blue in one of his quotes. Oh, all right, hell yeah, oh, dude, let's fucking go. <laughs> uh, he's 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 gonna clap back at cancel culture. Uh, I can't wait. All right, um, so that's in in two weeks. Um. Patron time. It's time patron, for patron time. read, isn't it? Thank you to our best friend of the show and the above tier patrons. Starting with <clears throat> Valerie W., Trigger Harpy, Tester McGee, The Master DS, Targaryen Royal Eyebrow Shaver, Sylvie Bullet, So Nasty, <laughs> Stephanie Ruff, <laughs> Silvery Air, Sensual Kazoo. Uh, I'll, I'll read this phonetically to the best I can. Sarah McClintock! <laughs> Welcome uh, back. Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Ryan West, Paul Moran, Paul Blart Fleshcart, Old Petey, Morg Haunting the Morg, Molly Schaefer, MJ Jenny, Milowin Chomsky, Milk Succubus, Matt Berger, Maggie Rice, Kiwi, K Darling, Yanis Capovari, It Was a Penguin, Hecabee, Grandma Steel, Ducky Aisha, Dio Brandil Stole My Massive Joe Star Dick, Derek, Great Big Sword, David Besser Rhymes with Lesser, Dan Sullivan, Chris, Hey, bro. Chris Chris did immediately message me a screenshot from, like, the Daily News DeGrom. saying DeGrom and just said fuck oh, in all so caps. I'm sorry, man. So, so thank you for that. Caroline Savage, Big Titty Goth Treadwife, Barrier Trio, Audrey Olson, Anna XB, Andres Gonzalez, Amy, Alex C, Aditya Kumar, Sarah and Blair, Roy, Paul Bechtel, Patrick Gallagher, Need Noah Williams, Kush Bayou Star, Josh Feel. Josh Feel. <clears throat> I, I, I really... I thought I would be happy, but I really need some articles. So, uh, I, I need can, to can if that. I could just get like some casting articles. Yeah, like if Josh yeah, could just, just post just some say, shit that's like, like, I think Tom Holland should be Creek and Stark, or even just like filming starts in four months. Here's what that means for House of the Dragon. Yeah, or you know, like something like that. Like, uh, uh, you know, Ryan Condal buys Snow Machine for Winterfell scene in in the off in the off season. Right, I had to do this earlier. I'm like, okay, I need. And a Zoomeral with belly drum. How the fuck do I get that? And then finding an article and it just says like, a Zoomeral with belly drum is something that many players of Pokemon Scarlet Violet want. Belly oh, drum I, is a move. Oh that... my God. I hate that shit. What that's, zone that's is 80, it in? That's 80% of the internet now. It's not good. Yes. It's so bad. <laughs> oh, if, you're, uh, if you're looking for a Zoomeral belly drum, you've come to the right place. A Zoomeral belly drum is always on the top of minds of trainers. Yeah, Thanks, man. especially especially when exploring the Paldea region of Pokemon Scarlet and but Violet. But let's first like, explain the Paldea region, which is Generation yeah. 9, which started back in red and blue, which used to be yeah. green. <laughs> Thanks, man. Awesome. Where do I find it? Elliot Valentine, Destry Hawk, Curse Goat, Caroline Belock, 
Big Flat Bunt, Antigone Progony, and Alex Shao. Respect! Thank you for your respect! Thank you for your generous donations. Uh, yeah, so we'll see you in uh, next week. Chance Ball. We're nearing the end of season two of Haikyuu. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what goes on there with our special little boys. And then yeah. um, we'll I, find I, out about Nick Cave's special little politics yeah. in two weeks after that. Perhaps we'll be beating so. a man rather soon. Oh, yeah, that's... I, bro, I totally forgot. We have, like, 30 episodes to watch. There's, like, there's... Uh, from what I've from what I've been told, there's an entirely new OP that's, uh... I gotta go back. I The other day, I thought, like, I need to reread Stone Ocean. Because I don't know what the fuck is going on there. Yeah, Gwes so. is gonna show up and be like, get in that Remember rat. Me? And I'm gonna be like, I don't fucking know who you Remember are, Remember me from the first part? And I'll be like, no. Yeah, <laughs> I need Foo to watch Fighters the is gonna be like, look at my drink that has little guys in it, and also I'm a ghost or something. Fantastic. Oh, uh, we're gonna have also, to tell Emporio about DeGrom. Oh, no. Well, well, he's a Cubs fan, so he'll be fine. That's right, yeah. yeah. He'll he can, yeah. Nothing can hurt him. Yeah. Uh, give me some reggae. Uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Respect to all. It's all a good night. Respect. Bye.